My, my, my Delilah. That's bitch. Everything bothers him. He's unbothered. He calls it unbothered, but that's what's cute because everything bothers him. He's bothered. I'm a botherina. What's up, everybody? Ty Rivera here, the absolute best LGBTQ comedian in the world. Here with yet another episode. That's right, another episode of Unbothered by Ty Rivera. It's Unbothered by Ty Rivera, the only podcast that matters on the Las Vegas comedy scene, if you really want to know. But let's not start tooting our own horn. I'm already having trouble trying to talk. Let's not toot our own horns. Bijou is currently, well, she just devoured a Play-Doh pet treat. Play-Doh pet treats is the new like Amazon link below. If you have a dog, they will love Play-Doh pet treats. They might be a little expensive. I don't know. I have a small Chihuahua and it takes her forever to go through treats because I can break them in half. So they might not be at your price point. Maybe stick with Whimsy's Alligators, the never to be sponsor of Unbothered by Tyra Vera. But we really don't talk about them much anymore because Bijou has kind of given them dust. And Bijou really is the boss, you know, she, once she says something's done, it's done. And that's what it is, you know, she's like a little mob boss. She just wanders around and kind of barks orders at me, <laughs> no pun intended. Anyway, um, my hair, I didn't do it today because I was dealing with some bullshit, which we're going to get to that. Um, I, you know what Bijou really told me, if you want to know? She told me she wanted a cigarette. She was like, why don't you light up one of those stogies? And I was like, you know what? That's not a stogie. A stogie is a, is a cigar. But I know what you're getting at. You know, don't get ahead of yourself. And uh, so. There's the charm. Uh, so here's the deal. I'm trying to decide how exactly I want to start this because there's obviously some shit getting on my nerves and it really shouldn't be getting on my nerves because it's all very simple. If you guys must know, I did a bonus episode. Oh, shout out to Carla from Carla's Homemates also. Right now, she's had to shut down the shop for a little bit because she had to get an emergency eye surgery. So prayers to Carla. If you guys can send some positive energy her way or whatever it is you do, meditate on it, pray on it, whatever you do. Carla uh, had to have an emergency eye surgery, so she's not going to be able to make salsa for at least two weeks, which means... I'm going to suffer, but it can't be about me. It really does have to be a car about Carla's eyesight. So Carla, prayers, get well soon and make me some salsa. Anyway, um, I just wanted to make sure because that's going to be in the bonus because I'm putting out a bonus episode because here's the way I did it originally. Let me tell you this way. What happened was I didn't want to really burn Delilah and say why it was that things went down the way they did. Because I still do consider her a friend. One day she'll make her way around to being my friend again if she's smart. If she's not, she'll keep doing what she's doing and then I'll never want to talk to her again. It's really balls in her court completely when it comes to that. Um, as far as me and what I'm doing and what I'm thinking, that's not going to change because of any one person, uh, not Delilah or anybody else. But I'm on a mission and I've said this before, I really want the Vegas comedy scene 
to be better. Not just for me and my, even though I am really thinking about me, you know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like I want this scene to get better. So I don't really have to leave. And then I get to work here in Vegas all the time and we're all going to be making money and we're all going to be getting better at stand up, including me. I don't think I'm at full form yet or final form as the kids might say. I don't feel like that. Uh, but I know that I've made some progress in the time that I've been doing stand-up, which is 18 years, if anybody's wondering. That comes into play because I do have a little bit of experience. As much as people like to talk shit about me and make it seem like Ty Rivera isn't funny, Ty Rivera isn't good. It's like, really? I'm not? Okay, well, whatever. Um, you know, and if you feel that way, then you feel that way. It is what it is. But... I really do want this scene to get better, and I will give it up to the guys and girls on the scene. Even though I don't think we have... Yeah, we have some women that are actually trying to make some shit happen and doing some shit, like Angie Crumb is definitely a fucking beast. Uh, Linda Marcus Smith is putting in the work and getting better, and I don't say that because she's my friend, because really, I just wouldn't say her name if she wasn't getting better, but she's legitimately putting in the work and getting better, and she's already been funny, you know? She has her own style, but I really do like what Linda Marcus Smith does. Then there's Chimmy Hernandez, who's always good, Irma Ruiz, who isn't technically a Vegas comic, but she might as well be. She's here all the time. Bitch loves to drink. Blind as a bat, though. Anyway, not, sorry, Irma. I, well, we talked about that earlier today. Anyway, here's the deal. Everybody's been putting in the work. Things are getting better on this scene when it comes to, like, the actual level of talent. And there's been significantly less bullshit. That's why I'm not going to let this one take up a lot of time. Um, I, like I said, I did a bonus episode. I explained things more in depth, but I'll give you like the generals of what happened. What happened was Friday night and I'll really condense it. Uh, Friday night I was flying in from Austin. So, um, my friends said they were going to go to dirty at 1230. My friends are usually William and Delilah, William Penelope strange and Delilah. And I hang out with them regularly. We were on the group text like we are. And Delilah said something about she needed to get her oil changed and she was worried about her car so she didn't want to drive too far so she wasn't able to pick me up from the airport which is neither here nor there I was able to get an uber super easy it's just sometimes ubers take a little longer but everything was cool on that and I didn't mind that that's the way shit went down nobody owes me a ride anywhere I'm not that type of friend but uh, she did say she was going to turn dirty at twelve thirty. Apparently, Trix was there. She ended up taking a picture with Trix, which she tries to make that seem like that's the reason that Ocha Bar went down the way that it went down. Which, if you don't know, um, Ocha Bar is a place that I used to promote all the time, even on my podcast. That I would be performing there back when Chaz Razlowski ran it. Um, Chaz ran it, and he had me as the regular headliner. The owner of the bar, note knew me apparently not knew me but knew my comedy from when I was with Joe Coy and so you know he was really cool to have me there all the time uh at the time there was like you know a budget or maybe Chaz paid me out of his pocket I don't know what happened but I like I'm just telling you guys even even though this is none of your business but um I would get paid to go down and do the open mic. I would basically close it out and I would go as late or wherever Chaz wanted me to go. If he wanted me somewhere, you know, he's paying. So whatever Chaz said, I did. Daddy Chaz. And I do love Chaz Razlowski, even though I haven't seen him in forever. So he's the one who originally hooked me up with Ochabar. And me and Delilah have been friends, which I've discussed. Her and William are kind of like my kids. We're kind of like my kids. 
William might still be. Delilah, maybe she's a kid I don't talk to. I don't fucking know. Um, and I really do try to help them out because they are my friends. And I do look at them as not as my kids, but really as two younger comics, newer comics that I look out for, you know, and I try to help them out with a little bit of advice here and there. Um, you know, we're, we're friends. And so the way it went down with Delilah was she thinks I just got annoyed with her taking a picture with tricks, which sounds petty as fuck. And I admit there is a part of it that's petty. And that's the thing about this story is I'm going to admit to where I could do better or could have done better. And then I'm going to tell you guys where I think it went off the rails and got like, well, that didn't have to go down like that. Okay, when I first met Delilah, we were just kind of chill or whatever. And I knew that she would kind of like flex the fact that I was a headliner, you know, like that she was hanging out with the headliner. But whatever, no big deal, not really a thing, you know. And she did like the way that I perform and how funny I am. And uh, so she kind of hitched herself to my wagon. No offense, Dee, but you kind of did. Uh, and I was fine with it, you know what I mean? Because I did like her. And I had heard about her from Linda Marcus Smith, LMS coming into play again. But Linda Marcus Smith had said that she liked her a lot and she thought she was really talented. I guess Linda Marcus Smith had gotten some extra furniture and they didn't charge her for it because they had this policy where anyway there was a way and linda wasn't being shady they just legitimately fucked up so she got some shit for free so she gave some of it to delilah and i was at her place um and linda was telling me oh yeah i'm waiting for delilah to pick that up have you met delilah and i was like no and then she was like she's very funny she started telling me about delilah then i heard delilah's name a little bit out on the scene which is a good thing to me usually and so I wanted to check her out. So when I did check her out, Delilah is black. She's Panamanian, but, you know, Afro-Latina. And I don't feel like we have enough of that representation, even though I'm not like that kind of person like SJW. But at the same time, you guys know how I feel about people of color. I've already told you. If I can help people of color get ahead, if I think a person of color has, you know, potential, then I'm going to try to help them out. And that's nothing against white people, but it's everything against white people. Just playing, but it has been set up in your favor for a long time. So if you want to know about me, I am racist and I will usually help people of color out. Maybe uh, maybe first is the right word because there's white people I like a lot, you know, white comics that I like a lot. But I feel like me being a person of color and LGBT I should put on people of color and LGBT. You know, that's why when I am friends with the gay comics as well, then, um, so anyway, Delilah is a black woman and I thought she was a voice that needed to be heard. She obviously was very rough around the edges, not a lot of experience. I think now she might be in comedy for like six months or something like that, which is baby time. And I already mentioned I'm 18 years in. So a lot of this stuff is just like, way uh, like I passed those I never went through a lot of that you know like the what new comics try to get into now um because when I was younger and starting out in stand-up you kind of would have got shut down quick and it wouldn't have happened on social media because MySpace didn't really work like that it didn't work at those speeds girl but you take forever to load somebody's page but that's not the point what it is is like you know you weren't able to get into a lot of the bullshit that people get into right now where they'll like, you know, have opinions on everything. And it's like, you're new. Why does any why should anybody care about your opinion at all? But, um, you know, so Delilah has been in about six months 
And so I just started hanging out with her maybe a month ago. I think it was September that I started hanging out with her. So, and but we've been hanging out heavy. Or maybe it was even part of August. I don't remember exactly when we first started hanging out. But it's only been a couple of months. So I barely know you when it comes down to it. I'm just quick to be friends. And if I think you have some talent, then I'm even quicker to be friends. And so this is what happened with me and Delilah. We became friends and she was cool, but she claims to have a bad memory. But for some reason, she can remember enough of her jokes, but she just can't remember to not add the shit from her day into her jokes. And her social media advertising is absolutely horrible. She always takes these selfies that look terrible. I mean, I don't mean she's not an attractive girl. This isn't that kind of thing. I think Delilah's pretty. But she just takes these pictures that are at the worst angles. And then she'll be like, oh, I'm so depressed right now. Or I'm dying or whatever. And like, you know, even when we were friends, I was just like, this is terrible marketing. But anyway, I say this because it does matter to everything. It's not just me being catty. So there's that, you know, and it like that didn't always line up with the person that I saw because when I'd see her, she'd be like pretty lively and friendly and laughing and a good time. But then that same night I'd see her on social media and it's like, eh, I'm dying, bitch. And so it was like, girl, what are you doing? But it's not my business to handle your marketing. I'm not going to tell you what to do. So I keep my thoughts to myself. Put that in your back pocket. So. Then as we become friends, me, her, and William start up our group text thread. And there's a lot of fun times on that group text thread. But like I said in the other episode, it's not like we're always talking shit about people or being catty or whatever. It's just us being stupid between each other like friends are sometimes. And so uh, I really was liking certain parts of that friendship. And I like how independent Delilah is. And like I said, she had potential but she wouldn't really work on her joke structure. And if you're going to be around me, you do have to be progressively getting better, you know, because like really I want to be around people that I can actually shout out and hook up with guest sets and they're part of what it is I think the Las Vegas comedy scene can be. So if you're not at least working towards, and I understand we're all going to, you know, fall off the fall off the horse every once in a while. I don't hold it against you if you have a bad set or even a couple of bad sets. A lot of people are newer than I am, and I do fully respect that, and I do respect them and where they're at in their process. So it's not like I'm holding people to this ridiculous standard, but if I just see you making the same mistake over and over, and you see me at spots doing really well and you keep telling me because literally Delilah would tell me a lot of times she was like I just hope you teach me how to be a beast I hope you teach me how to be like you and that's not I thought it was very sweet I'm not clowning at all and I don't think that that's you know like something to make fun of or anything like that I'm very very thankful when people take that a kind of that kind of appreciation in what it is I do but I also knew Delilah had some kind of drama with the producer of the show that she used to host, which is how I originally started hanging out with her because she invited me to do a set at the Cava Lounge, which was this place that she would perform. And it had this producer that was in charge of the show, and then Delilah was the host. And there's some discrepancy on the way that all went down, but what happened was the producer ended up yelling at Delilah. And Delilah was like, you know... I'll just tell all my friends not to go and whatever like that. 
But I still went because I didn't really know really at first what had gone on or what the thing was. And it turned out that he had yelled at her, which I didn't fully know that until recently because she doesn't explain the most important parts of the story. She's too busy trying to embellish it with how she's going to stab a motherfucker and whatever else. And people are going to watch the carnage, which like even if you have a problem with somebody and even if they did yell at you or whatever else she was saying, because, you know, she was saying a bunch of stuff about this producer. And like, I got to be honest, that part I really didn't care about because I was like, you know, that sounds like just drama part to me, you know, and that should have been a red flag for me. But I'm really good at minding my own business and staying in my lane when it comes to a lot of that stuff, because it's like I have my problems with people. Some people have problems with other people. I didn't understand why she made it such a big deal, because really the part that she made the crux of her argument against this guy was stuff that didn't even relate to her and didn't even happen in this state. So I didn't really understand that approach. I didn't understand why she felt like she had to get on his stage to do that stuff because she basically called him out publicly on his stage. But however people do things is how they do them. But at the same time, he ran a Thursday open mic. And here in Las Vegas, on the open mic scene, we do not have a Thursday open mic. So I d didn't necessarily think she needed to burn that bridge or to like try to make that like not be a thing anymore. And maybe other people would disagree with me. But that's not the point of this. The point is... This drama is part of how I first met Delilah, you know, when all that was going on. So that probably should have been red flags for me. But I was still trying to be as cool as possible because, like I said, I feel like she has potential. I feel like she can actually do something. And if she gets her shit together, she can still do something. But she's at risk of burning herself right now. And I don't say that in a threatening way, like I'm going to do anything. Just the scene is going to be like, this is just toxic. Because, of course, once you get into it with somebody, everybody starts sending you their DMs about the bad situations that they've had with this person. And it's all just kind of annoying and paranoia talk and her thinking people are against her when really... I was rooting for you! We were all rooting for you! And that's what it is, you know? So it's like you're shooting yourself in the foot when people really are like have the best intentions for you or want to see you get ahead because like I said I had heard good things about her before I had ever met her so instead she does this drama and it's like okay do your drama whatever that is what it is but I just noticed like she had a lot of bad opinions for a lot of people and for me after a while it gets like can you just worry about you and stop trying to be like, this person is a bad person because of that. That person's a bad person because of this. This motherfucker's a narcissist. This mother And it's like, uh, okay, I don't care about any of this. I don't even hang out with these people like that, a lot of them. You know, I have my friends on the scene, but for the most part, you could be a fucking murderer. And as long as you get on that stage and you do your little five minutes and stick to your time, th that's your business. As long as you're like, you know, I once had a roommate where um, he was watching horror movies in the room, but he had this really good sound system. And there was just a bitch screaming, you know, in the background while I'm working on my computer. And I was just thinking, as long as his rent's paid, it's not my business if that's a movie or he's really killing a bitch whichever way it goes it goes so um 
that's kind of the way I feel about a lot of this shit. You know what I mean? As, as long as people are doing their shit the way that they're supposed to as a comic, that's really all I'm going to concern myself with. Or if they're a producer, as long as they're doing the stuff they're supposed to do as a producer, everybody's playing their role. That's my point. That's the most important thing. But the, when it comes to Delilah, there were all these people she had problems with. But friends have flaws and I have flaws too. So I, whatever, however you conduct yourself or the things you talk about, you talk about. But where it started to affect me was after a while it gets like well if you don't like anybody and you think everybody's supposed to be some kind of you know bad person in some way or doesn't deserve to work then how are we supposed to build a scene or how are we supposed to have because you can't just have all these wars with people even though like my life would argue different but you really can't and really like I said like I've said before it's a small fraction of people that don't like me that happen to think they're important here but really like on the scene the majority of people I'm very cool with and so you know, I really didn't understand that approach to it. And I think sometimes people like that, that like to be combative and toxic, look at me as like a hero because they think that's what I'm doing. And I'm like, that's not what I'm doing at all. Really, I'd rather a lot of this stuff not have ever happened. And that's why I examine what it is I'm doing and where it is I'm wrong or where it is I might have gotten misconstrued or, you know, like sometimes, yeah, it is where it is I'm wrong. And so because I don't want to be that kind of person. I don't want to be a toxic person. I don't want to be a dramatic person. I realize because today a friend of mine asked me how I feel being the common denominator in all this. And my friend is my friend and wasn't asking me in a way like he thinks I was wrong. He was like, I see all the bullshit. I do definitely see it. And I watch Unbothered. But how do you feel being the common denominator in all this? And I was like, yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? But... I also know, and I told him this, is that a lot of times, uh, you know, it's just these people, like I'm saying with Delilah, a bunch of people have let her slide on mistreating them or not being cool, you know, or like being too negative. Uh, a lot of people have let that slide because a lot of people hit me up and when they hit me up and tell me their story, that's a story of them letting it slide. It's just me at a point, I'll get like, okay, let me either cut you off or put you on ice a little bit. And if you're a friend that I'm hanging out with all the time and I have to put you on ice, then I'm obviously going to have to address that because otherwise I'll just have to get weird with you and cut you off in a weird way. And I would rather you at least know why it is I'm separating from you so maybe you can choose to work on it or maybe you'll say this is the way I am fuck Ty and then you choose not to be friends with me which I'm fine with that too like I'm not going to try to get in your way I'm not going to try to correct you we're not friends anymore we don't fuck with each other like that your decisions do not affect me so you know it's like going to be one way or another there's one way or another that I'm getting myself out of this situation because as I've said to people before I don't like anybody more than I love me that's just what until I have a kid one day, I will not love anybody more than I love myself. I don't care how good of friends you think we are. We ain't that close, Blanche. We just aren't. So um, these so that, you know, was annoying. But whatever, you know, like, it, again, uh, friends have flaws. So it is what it is. Then uh, there's a time where she starts mentioning or. <laughs> There, she's hanging out with me and at that time you know it was me her and AJ Rivera on the patio of the of Chanclas and Jack Slammy because they're friends of mine he was like you guys are friends of Ty blah 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 and then they're like yep and then he was like would you guys like do guest sets next week they both said yes and then when we're leaving Delilah was like 
do you think he should have paid me for, or he should pay me for that spot? Or do you think I should tell him that he has to pay me for that spot? And I was being very dismissive and very matter of fact, just because it's the truth is the truth. I was like, mm, you don't need to get paid right now. I was like, what you need to do is have a really good set. Cause you know, it's a guest set and you usually don't get paid for guest sets. Even I still do guest sets on show shows. I don't get paid. The other night, Tim Dillon had happened to drop in the show that I was doing in Austin slash round rock. And he did a guest set. He's Tim Dillon. If you look at his Patreon, you'll see he's making ridiculous amounts of money all the time. So if there's anybody's time that's worth something, it would be Tim Dillon. And even he's willing to do a guest set. It's just a part of being a comic. And he didn't do it to like audition or any that nothing like that. He did it because it was basically a favor because uh, Bobby Kelly was on the show. And then I'm on the show and we're friends and he's there. And it looks good if he gets on stage at this show and does a guest set. And people are like, what the fuck? Tim Dillon was there. I got to go next time. So it's like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? But at Delilah's stage and AJ's AJ Rivera's quite frankly too because they're both newer and they like AJ would admit that you know like the difference between AJ and Delilah and I'm not trying to pit them against each other in any way because like I said I do feel like Del I'm not trying to shade anybody I'm just saying what it is is AJ fully acknowledges that he's new and he's trying to grow and he's trying to learn and he's trying to work and he's just trying to figure out his way so the money isn't going to be a real thing for him right now he He's just concerned with getting better. So Delilah tells me afterwards that she wants to have a really good set. You know what I mean? Like, because I was like, you need to worry about having a good set. And she was like, yeah, I want to kill it. And she was like, um, she asked me if I would help her. And I was like, I'll definitely help you. Of course, I'll help you. I was like, I'll tell you what I would do in this situation. And I, we came up with the strategy. And I told her exactly what I thought she would should start with. Um, what she should, how she should start, you know what I mean? Not only what she should start with, but how she should start off her set. And I told her like a couple of her jokes because I had been paying attention to her. I told her a couple of her jokes that she could put in a certain order. And then I was like, then just think of the other jokes you have to do from there if you want to get a hold of me. And understand that even more, especially more recently, I've been charging for comedy lessons. But like I said, Delilah is my friend. I think she has an important voice. I think she has potential. So I was willing to do this for free just because she's my friend. Nobody getting any ideas. I don't got a lot of friends. I don't want a lot of friends. I got one less right now. But, uh, which feels good. Because, uh, you know, I only have time for so much. So um, I did, like, you know, really give her my time. And more than once I had done that, you know, or she would ask me about a joke and I'd tell her what I thought she should do with it. And I really was you know, supportive of her, but she didn't take any of my advice. Well, and this is like on the smaller side, it's not really being petty. It's just like adding up how things like work in my head. So you guys can understand how it is. I got annoyed. So the night that she's supposed to do her guest set, she hits me up and she says she's about to go up and I was on my way. And, you know, she said she was getting ready to go on stage right then. Like that's literally the way she painted it on text. And so I rushed there. I was like, fuck, I'm missing Delilah. And I rushed there. And when I get there, it turns out the show hadn't even started. Okay, kind of shady. Had me rushing and you're not even, the show hasn't even started. You lied to me. But whatever. You wanted me there. I looked at it as kind of cute. You know what I mean? Like she wanted me there so bad that she was willing to lie so that I'd hurry up and get there. 
Then she goes on stage and doesn't do any of what we talked about, like really doesn't take any of my advice. And I'm like, okay, why did you want me to rush here to see you not do what it is we talked about you doing? Because this was an opportunity to show that maybe you do deserve to maybe be in a longer spot or possibly a paid spot. I don't know. A longer spot might not pay more, even if they did 15 minutes. I don't know which... Uh, spots they pay for except for mine I know that I get paid when I go there but even me sometimes at Chanclas especially I'll go up just for the fuck of it as a favor to Jack and as a favor to Chanclas because Jack has been good to me and they've been good to me so you know like that's how disconnected the are you gonna pay me and then you know you I show up and you don't do anything AJ killed it though and I was very thankful for that. So it made my recommendation because every time I give a recommendation, that is my name on the line, which is eventually what this all comes down to. Right. So we'll we'll pop around because and I'll just give you like the 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 hits, because like I said, there's a bonus episode and it's fun. And so that gives like more details. So then there's also the fact that Delilah has this boyfriend that I've never met. And, you know, and I don't know if William P. Strange has met her boyfriend, but I have not met this boyfriend. But every once in a while, she just chimes in with like, you know, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. He's a narcissist. I'm going to stab him. My witchcraft must be working because he couldn't get his dick hard with that other bitch last night. And these are literally the kind of texts that I get. And I just like, I don't need this on the group text. Like, I don't care. I mean, because, you know, like if you're my friend and you're in a toxic relationship, I'll give you a pep talk one time, maybe twice, three times a lady. But you know what I mean? Like, I'll give you I'll be like I'm a compassionate friend. But at a point, it's like you're in a toxic relationship. You don't want to get out of it. I don't want to hear about it anymore. You know, as long as he beats you behind closed doors, that's between you and him. Like it doesn't and I don't mean to be rude, but it's not even like that exactly. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, don't make it my problem if you're not going to do anything about it. Get out of it or stay in it. Whatever you're doing, you do. And so I wouldn't respond to those at whatever, you know, at different times and stuff. I'd just be like, whatever. Then there was, uh, you know, she hit me up one time when I was in Tucson, which was like two weeks ago. So she hit me up while I'm in Tucson and she was like, I went to this great spot called Ocha. I fell in love with it. They have a stage. And I was like, oh, shit, I know the, the owners of Ocha. And I was like, I can get a hold of them, you know, and then we can do something over there get you a room, you know, which I mean, like, I don't deny that my thinking was I'd get her started in this particular room. And then after I saw that it was off the ground and running the way that it needed to, and like, she really got the way things would work, then I'd completely turn it over to her. That was the plan. I'm not lying about, you know, like the way that went down, because she thought it was her show. But it's like, no, it's not your show. It's your show to earn, you know, like, uh, for right now, it has to be my show, because of course, it's going to be done on my name, which if I set up the appointment, which is what I did, because, you know, she mentioned she had given them a card a week or whatever back and that they hadn't responded to her and then you know she said another comic they had said the security guy had told her that another comic had tried to run a show there it turns out kind of a lot of promoters have tried to run shows like you know asked about running shows there but the owner wasn't interested because after pandemic and stuff like that he wasn't going to go with just anybody so me hitting him up happened to be the perfect thing you know so I hit him up and I'm like you know hey my friend wants to run a show there um 
I'll definitely help out and show up for guest sets, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And won't charge to, to be there, whatever, you know, because I'm terrible and people don't want to see me perform, you know. So that's why it was easy for me to make this deal. And so, um, you know, when you don't have talent, people love working with you. But uh, <laughs> so what happened was um, I hit them up and then like in record time, you know what I mean? Like an hour, maybe two hours at the most, I get a message back from them. And they're like, come in. This is like Friday night or maybe Saturday night, one of those two. And they're like, come in on Sunday at 11 p.m. So I tell Delilah, you know, be ready Sunday, 11 p.m. We're going to go do this meeting. And so we go to do the meeting. We end up making the whole deal and stuff like that. And Delilah did take everything down because really once we get it off the ground, it's going to be her thing. And it's not like the kind of thing that you do for the money, you know. So I wasn't concerned with that, you know, like she can keep all those notes. I'm just here to make sure that she gets it off the ground and does the stuff that she's supposed to and then hand it off to her once she, you know, has shown that she can handle it because it still is on my name. Like the guy was even note is the owner and he was even saying right there in front of her, like, you know, yeah, if you want to do this tie, you can definitely like that's the way he was talking, you know. And then I was like, yeah, she's going to handle a lot of the day to day stuff so that you can deal with her on stuff like that. You know what I mean? And like there, there was a way that it was all supposed to work out. And I thought Delilah was very clear about that actually I know she had to be very clear about that because if I'm sitting next to you making all the arrangements why would I be doing that if I wasn't involved at all that makes no sense yeah eventually like I said but right now I'm figuring this out so you know it's so it's this part is stupid to me because later on she tried to use that like you know it was just going to be her show and I was going to be involved at all and and that was like no that didn't make any sense so after I have the whole meeting and stuff like that, after everybody knows that I don't agree with people charging for comics to do shows, but at the same time, if comics want to pay to do shows, that's on you. But just me, what I'm trying to be involved with, that's not what I'm trying to be involved with. I've been very clear about that. Delilah listens to Unbothered. She, uh, you know, follows me on social media. We're friends in real life. Everybody is very clear about the fact that I don't agree with charging comics to do open mics. And so we're getting ready to leave the spot. We're not even fully out of the parking lot. We're actually making the left onto Las Vegas Boulevard. And she was talking about like how she wanted to be a success and how she wanted it to make money and stuff like that. And she said, I'm thinking about charging people $5 to do the mic. And then I was like, no, I can't be involved with that. I was like, and I did for a quick second get mad. And that's where really, for me, the friendship started to fall apart in my thinking because I was just like she knows how I feel about that she knows that I just set up this deal she knows I'm attached to it and she knows that I just obligated myself to the owner that I would do spots because again the agreements between me and him so it's not me promising her I would come in and do spots I promised him I would do spots so that I could get us the show you know, that's a very clear distinction that has to be made there. It wasn't like if I didn't show up to the shows, I was going to be letting her down. I'm going to be letting him down and not keeping up to what our part of the deal was. So she says that and I was just like, yeah, I can't be involved with anything like that. And then she was like, maybe just for the first week. And I was like, I really don't think you should charge at all. 
And she, I was like, I just did a whole Facebook, got in a whole Facebook argument about that. And she was like, I know, I wish you hadn't done that. In my head, I was like, are you crazy? What are you even talking about right now? You wish I hadn't done that. Like, th that's the stupidest thing you could have said to me. But in my head, I was just like, all right, just go ahead and get me home, whatever. You know, we'll figure it out later. And we hadn't discussed a lot of those details and stuff because that was just a couple weeks ago, you know, or maybe a week and a half ago now. And so... Um, you know, I expected her to get it, like we talked in the car and, on the way outside of that. And I was like, you know, as soon as you get any kind of advertising or any kind of flyer ready for advertising, let me know. I'll shout that out. I'll make sure some people come, you know, like I was really but, you know, I'm also I went straight from Tucson to Austin like two days later. So, like I said, a lot of the day-to-day -day stuff she was going to have to handle, like as far as the promoting and the flyer and stuff like that, like we're getting ready for this to be your thing. So show me you can do your thing. And if you need anything from me, hit me up. But otherwise, just show me what a boss bitch you can actually be and get this going. Since you say it's your dream, because she really was like that, you know what I mean? Like, I just really want this, and I want this to work out. Having my own room is my dream, and literally, this is the kind of stuff she's saying. And so, I'm like, at this point, like, okay, I'll put the, she said she was going to charge shit out of my head, because in all likelihood, she's going to come to her senses and realize that that's not an option or whatever. So, anyway, there's a point where... She like I've already told you guys some of the personal stuff like the toxic relationship, the hating everybody and trying to start these wars with people and feeling like people are sabotaging her and like the kind of stuff, you know, like that kind of stuff is all getting on my nerves, you know, and she's not working. She's not getting better at her stuff and like that's but it's just starting to, you know what I mean? Because it's all adding up. And like I said, it really did all get triggered when she suggested the pay thing. I just got like I, I'm not sure if I like the person that I'm hanging out with, the person that I'm going to bat for, especially when you ask me that, like you didn't suggest anything like charging people for the mic before when you were just trying to get me like hype about this fucking idea. So now right after you say that, when you know that I'm against that, you're kind of putting me in an awkward situation right now. So like I said, that's when the other stuff started to really get on my nerves. Because before that, minor annoyances, like I said, friends have flaws. But once that happened, I started to get like, I, I don't really know if I like the person that I'm hanging out with. But it is what it is, and life goes on. And so, you know, we've got a project to promote, and I'm just going to see how it goes and make sure that I condone what's going on before I sign off and it's your thing. You know, I got to make sure of that because like this is my name on it right so like a week or so it's been like a week or so something like that you know because it's coming up fast tomorrow well today when I post this it'll be happening tonight and uh I'm just like in my head let's go on with the plan I'll see how this all plays out so on Friday, when I get back, like I said, she wasn't able to pick me up. The next day I wake up and I scroll and she's in a picture with tricks. And I admit that that shouldn't have gotten on my nerves the way that it did. And had it been any other comic, I would have been like, whatever. So it's not like I'm going to start getting mad at people because of who they take pictures with. But just in my head, I felt like I've done so much for this person because I really had done a lot for her as far as a comic that's established helping out an open mic comic that's six months in. 
And I felt like I've done so much for her and she listens to Unbothered. She knows what it is that's gone down in the last couple of months. And I've said before that my thing with tricks isn't the joke stealing. I realized that wasn't what bothered me. I really, it really was a thing of the character assassination, you know, because you didn't have to lie about me and make it sound like I'm a way that I'm not just because you got caught stealing a joke. Like the problem was the character assassination. And for me, if I'm doing a lot actively trying to raise somebody up, which is what I was trying to do with Delilah, and then she's hanging out with and taking pictures and posting them on social media of her hanging out with somebody that actively tries to tear me down. Does anybody else see how that would get on my nerves? And like I said, it probably shouldn't have, but it did get on my nerves. I'm human. So I went ahead and sent her a message and I was like, the us being friends part, that's done. You know what I mean? Like, we'll do what we have to do, but I'm not, we're not going to be homies like this. It's, you know, I said it in different words or whatever, but not cussing, not being verbally abusive or anything like that. I don't care. Send, show screenshots. I don't give a fuck. Um, but like, you know, it was just like, no, that's not okay with me. And then she was trying to say something. And then she said a few things like where it made her, it sound like she was the victim. And really there should have been no victim in a way, in my opinion. Like I was just upset like a person would be. And if we're supposed to be good friends, then like, you know, maybe just let, let me cool off a little bit and then I'll come to my senses and be like, okay, this, this is what it was if we're really supposed to be friends and it's not just, you know, you like my clout or you think that I can do something for you, um, you know, and I especially don't expect you to jump straight to social media because that's not what I did and that's not what I would do. You ask other people that are actual friends of mine on this scene that, you know, like because once in a while and it's not often, but we'll have a little bit of a tiff or what could be a tiff. But um, like they'll tell you that I don't just run straight to social media. You have a chance to like make it good or I can make it good. Like I said, I probably would have come to my senses and just been like, whatever. But then I notice immediately after that, you know, she doesn't get the answer she wants from me right in that moment. And so she goes to social media and she does a Instagram live, which is called like, you know, what's wrong with you, Las Vegas or something like that. And I know that that was directed at me. I didn't watch it. And uh, but, you know, there's one of two things that was happening. Either it was directed at me and that was the content or she went kind of clickbait, hoping that I tune in. But either way, you're playing a manipulation because you want me to think you're talking about you, you know. And uh, so I wasn't going to or I'm talking about you're talking about me. So I wasn't going to um, click on it and give it the satisfaction or feed into it. I knew that I was just annoyed and I had to, you know, work that out on my own. But, you know, I like and then she like I said, she made herself sound like the victim, like she was like, sorry, you had to put up with my shitty existence because I did let her know about the, you know, toxic relationship, all the stuff that I mentioned that, you know, it, that I wasn't appreciating about her, the chart trying to charge five dollars like that kind of stuff. Like I let her know that all that stuff I just wasn't feeling, you know, because. Like I said, it was like that was just the straw that made me like, I don't know if I like this person. And then the, you know, the picture, too. It's like now 
They don't even express any kind of loyalty. Like I said, hang out with whoever you want. I don't care if you tell me you were talking to Tricks. At another point, she told me she was watching Tricks live, which I didn't need to hear that because, you know, it was like how Tricks was concerned with me for trouble. That's a manipulation. Like Tricks saying that he was concerned with me with that particular situation. No, you have my phone number. If you were concerned with me for me, you would have hit me up. Like that's what a real friend does. They don't go on live and be like, you know, I just want to say I think, you know, because I didn't watch it. She's the one that told me, but I know how tricks talks and you know i'm sure it was something where you know like i need to be careful whatever that's what she was saying that he was seemed worried about me no if he's worried about me he would jump on the phone or text me and be like okay i know we've had our problems we don't have to try to straighten out but just know i have your back or know that you know i hope nothing bad happens to you then i would feel like otherwise it's a manipulation and that's what it is and i'm not taking anybody's word for anything else that's what it is um you know so uh, and and if Delilah didn't know that and thought that that was sincere, knowing that Trix has my number and we were friends since 2013 and he has a way to get a hold of me, then maybe she's not as smart as she pretends to be. That's and I'm not trying to be shady. Just there's some kind of disconnect there. So whatever, whatever. Um, it, it, and I feel like this always. The personal does not have anything to do, the do with the business. So if that was the reason that I didn't want Delilah to be involved with Ocha, then I would have right then at that moment when I was good and hot, because I was, you know, uh, I'm not going to fucking play. I was. Mm. I would have been like, you're off the fucking show, bitch. Like, that's really, I would have come at it ugly like that if I if that's the way I felt. But like I said, personal is personal and business is business. So for me, it didn't even occur that, you know, I would take her off the Ocha thing because that's not a thing. But what did happen was a couple days later, I did think about the fact that we do have Ocha coming up on Thursday. So now we're at Monday night, I believe it is. And so Ocha is having Thursday, obviously. And I'm like, well... Whatever happened with the personal, I still have to make sure that Ocha goes well. So I hit her up, you know, and I'm like on a completely different note because the last time we had had any interaction, it was about the personal stuff. And so I just started off with like on an, on another note, just as far as professionally goes, we have to figure out exactly what's going on with Ocha. So what's the plan? And when I said what's the plan, I meant, you know, what are you doing to advertise right now? What do I need to be doing to advertise right now? Um, how is it you need help out? Like, you know, what what is it we have to do in this last little stretch so that people come out and comics know? You know, like, that's the most important thing to me right now. Like I said, the personal doesn't matter. This is about us figuring out the Ocha situation. Because if everything went the way that it was supposed to go, it would still be the same plan. Because the truth is, I don't want to run an open mic. It was not my desire to run an open mic. She said she wanted that. An open mic is a great way for a newer comic to get experience. And so I was down to help her out with that. And I was still down to help her out with that. Just because I was mad at you on the personal doesn't mean I want to fuck you on the professional. I mean, like, and also... If you can do something good for Ocha and you can have a mic that, you know, people can do on Thursdays because originally we did have a plan like she was telling people that it was all her thing. And she really kind of played it up more than I expected her to, like try to make it seem like she pulled some boss bitch moves to get it and stuff like that when really all she did was go through daddy um, like. You know, uh, I didn't know that that's the way she was painting it, but I did want her to be the face of it because because it's supposed to be a thing for the Las Vegas comedy scene as well. 
I wanted everybody to feel welcome there. So even the people that don't like me, I want them to know they have a Thursday spot to go to as well. So if you have a relationship with Delilah and you don't have a relationship with me or we have a bad relationship, you can still show up and do your stage time because Delilah is the host and you know, the host will make you feel welcome. I mean, I'm going to do my set or whatever else, but I don't have to interact with everybody. We've already established that. And so, you know, like Delilah was supposed to be the face of it. So her saying or making it seem like it was just hers, I don't have a problem with. But like I said, the kind of trying to play it up for people like a flex, like she did some boss bitch shit, like that part could have been done without because also it's just unnecessary. Like, why are you trying to be petty when you're almost you're you're almost gonna get that 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 w you know you're almost gonna get the win column like it's it's headed that way just home stretch don't fuck it up instead this bitch fumbles all over the place and then uh you know so but whatever you know that part whatever but what happens is when I hit her up to ask her, she doesn't respond to me. So then I hit her up a little while later and I'm like, or I can hit up the owner and just tell him that I'm not involved anymore and then he can deal with you. She doesn't answer that either. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, maybe she doesn't want me to have anything to do with it, even though it's my thing, but I still am willing to like give that up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to make that a thing. I'm not trying to be petty, whatever, but I didn't need to know her plan on some level I felt. But then if the owner's still willing to just do it with her, then that's between them two at that point, even though I wouldn't feel a hundred percent comfortable with that. So I hit the owner up at that point, you know, and this has been a couple hours that I've given her to respond to me. I hit her up at a decent hour for the way that we talk, you know, 8 PM. I didn't hear back from her. And then it was like several hours later. And so I hit the owner up and was just like, you know, Hey, we have a difference in the way that we want to run the show. So I'm going to go ahead and just like let Delilah handle this. And then the owner sends me like three messages, which like that wasn't weird or anything like that. It was like, you know, just three messages, very sincerely letting me know, like, I agreed to this because it was you, like you guys were partnering up. And I said, yes, because this is you, which to me is a very polite way of him telling me I was counting on you to handle this. And now you're telling me that I'm dealing with this person that I've never met before that I, well, they met briefly at the meeting, but it's not like they talked a lot, but he was like, I trusted you. And so that reminded me like, yeah, this is my responsibility and it's not going to be just as easy as just being like, okay, you two handle it. You know, like it's not fair for me to do that. And it is like shitty with my name. So I hit her up the next day. Um, and I noticed sometime at night that, you know, cause my, I was on Facebook. I just happened to be on Facebook and then it refreshed and it showed that, you know, Delilah, had just put up a post where she was talking shit about, you know, that guy again that she's dating, which I don't know why she does those messages through social media instead of just texting him like a normal psycho. But instead, you know, she's whatever, like, you know, trying to make it public in whatever way. I I don't know why she does that. Um, and I don't mean to sound annoyed, but it's just annoying. Uh, but in, a, in my head, there was a part of me that's like, why can she post this on Facebook? But I'm trying to talk to her about actual business and she can't respond to that. And this is several hours later. So even if she was taking a nap and she just woke up, I would think that it's more important to handle the business than talk shit about this person that you're dating or whatever you're doing on Facebook. But whatever, what do I know? 
I still give it till the next day and I don't hear from her. And then I have to hit up William Strange and I'm like, you know, can you possibly get a hold of Delilah for me? I really need to talk to her about business stuff. Now, if you're wondering what the answer should have been when I asked her what was going on, it really should have been because, you know, like then she like hit me up and said she'd hit me up after she was on a break or whatever that she was at work, which I understand work, whatever. I'm not going to bust your balls about that. But again, it's like you could have at least hit me up and been like, hey, I'm going to be working today, so I'll hit you up at five or I'll hit you up at three or, you know, I have a break or whatever, you know, because it's all like I said, to me, it's all separate. That's why I kept stressing. This is just the professional part or this is just the business part, you know, because I was trying to remind her like this. We don't have to talk about anything personal, just the details for Ocha. And the answer should have been to that like you know i'm having this many comics we're going to do this long a guest set sign up's going to be at this time the actual mic is going to start at this time you know i got flyers i've been telling people word of mouth like you know like just give me an update on what's going on on the business side um instead of doing that after i've already asked her you know like 12 hours ago because it's been more than 12 hours that she finally gets back to me instead she's like i thought you weren't a part of it i thought you weren't going to be a part of it and like you know i we hadn't decided that i just suggested that that was a thing in the what's it called and then as far as me running the day-to-day and being the host that i wasn't going to be a part of you know i was going to be in the background so we both knew that before i even suggested that on the text message like that's not at all in question but here she is trying to act like i was just not going to be involved at all And so I was like, no, I need to know the plan. And I tried to explain to her why it was important that I know what it is that's going on, you know, like, and she's arguing with me and this takes a long time and I don't know how long it took, but it took more of my day than it really should have. Cause like I said, it should have just been that if you want the room so bad, prove you're a grown up, and that under all circumstances, you will be a professional and then you will earn the room within a couple of shows. You would have earned the room. This is the most annoying part about all of this, but instead it turns into this long, you know, however many hours or hour and a half or however long, too long it went on. And so, you know, I like, instead it turns into that. And then I start getting like, well, I like my mind flashes back to what she did with like, you know, that situation at the Kava Lounge where she made a big thing. And I'm like, I wonder if she's going to go try to do something embarrassing over here. And then, you know, like she's acting weird, you know, just in general, like I'm hearing weird things because we know the, the same people. And it wasn't like a drama thing where they were trying to they were just being like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, because she's has to make a big drama out of everything instead of just understanding sometimes you can just be a professional and leave it at that. And so you know, I'm hitting William Strange up so that he could kind of mediate it and let her know like, this is where we stop playing and you just be an adult. Like, that's what I need you to do in this moment. If that's what you really want is to run this room. I need you to just be an adult. And so I try to relay that to William Strange. Um, he tries to get a hold of her or whatever. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even going to deal with this. Like, this doesn't need to be a thing. Technically, the deal is between me and Ocha. So let me just take her out as the host and then I'll figure something else out. And so I figured it out. You know, I asked AJ if he would be interested. And I was like, you know, if you feel like you're going to be double crossing Delilah, I don't want it to come off like that. And he was like, he was like, no, I would do it as a favor to you, but I'm not trying to be petty with anybody. Like he thinks similar to I do, the way I do and the way that, you know, this isn't about being petty. It's about like, I do need help because I don't really 
want to host hosting isn't my strong suit you know and i know aj's got a great personality and a lot of the guys like him and like we can figure it out between me and aj you know and i know that i can work with him because aj has a similar goal unless he turns out to be just crazy which i really doubt is going to happen you know what i mean he seems like just a straight up guy and that's what i want you know is to deal with a straight up person i'm a straight up person i'll prove to you guys how easy i'll be to work on this with AJ because like, you know, technically this should have worked out with Delilah. And so AJ says he'll do it. And I, you know, and that was after I had told Delilah, cause you know, I was just like, yeah, I just don't, you know, I don't want to do this. So, you know, it's taken me all day and I still haven't really gotten answers from you. And there's a point where she tells me it's going to be like every other open mic. It's going to be um, comics doing five minute sets. I'm going to have a DJ. And then in my head, I was like, right there. That's not like a regular open mic. I've been doing this for 18 years. And yeah, certain open mics do have DJs, but it's not just standard that an open mic has a DJ. And it shows how new you are that you're telling me like every other open mic that this is going to be uh, have a DJ, you know. So I was like, these are the kinds of things that I need to know, you know, like that's what I'm trying to get across to her is I need to know what the idea is, how we're going to execute all of that stuff. And like I said, she's being difficult. So I tell her that, you know, just I don't need her to host anymore after all. And then she turns out into this whole thing where she's like, how are you going to take my show away from me? And it's my show. Why would I not host it? And it's like, it's not your show. Like, you knew that from the beginning. And I keep repeating this because this is how psychotic it was. She kept saying it, knowing that that wasn't the way the agreement went down. But she still keeps saying it almost like she's going to convince me that it was something other and the owner is confirming like that was supposed to and so it's like the two of the people at the meeting know that that's the way it was supposed to go down for some reason you don't why would that be oh because you don't want that to be the way it went down you told everybody that you had pulled boss bitch shit and that you had you know so now not only are you being difficult but you expect me to just surrender this to you because you lied to people about how you were handling this situation or what your involvement was in it which, like I said, if you're going to say that you're the face or refer to it as your mic, do that. But understand that behind the scenes, that's not the reality. You know, don't believe your own shit. Don't drink your own Kool-Aid because we both know that that wasn't what was happening. But instead, she's trying to convince me. And I'm telling her, like, you know, look, there's me and the owner. The owner himself is like, I need you to do this. And he's counting on me to do what it is I'm supposed to do. And you're coming off as crazy. And I'm not going to just hand that headache over to him because this is exactly why I wanted to make sure that everything was running the way that it's supposed to so that nothing like this happens. So I didn't even want this to get to the owner. The fact that I even had to call the owner to deal with that or address it with the owner or let him know that that might be coming down the pipeline is already going outside of what I wanted to happen. So this is already defeating the purpose of why it is you're there and what it is you're supposed to be doing in order to earn this room. And I think that she thought it was just going to be easy enough that it was like, <laughs> I took candy from this baby and now I have a room. <laughs> you know, like that kind of villain shit. And it's like, that's not the way the situation worked out at all. 
And so I, you know, told her, you're the host. Like, that's what you are. This is not your show. And I've just told you you're not the host. So you're not even that anymore. And then I did tell her, like, don't try to make it hard for people when they're trying to do you a favor. Like, I've been trying to get this information from you for all day since last night and then all day today. And now I just decided you're not professional enough to handle it. I'm not going to do this with you. If I need information between now and Thursday, I'm not going to have you as any kind Kind of like, you know, source that I have to deal with. I'll just put it off, put it on myself. And then because uh, there was a point where I when I was mad, I was like, you know, let's just do this show, whatever, whatever. But then I decided I don't even want her there because that negative energy, I'm going to have to deal with that in person. And the reality of that started to set in for me. So that's when I got like, yeah, I'm just going to completely tell her you don't even have to show up. Don't be there. I don't need you, you know. And she truly went nuts about it. Like she was like, you know. Even, okay, I had the conversation with her and I was very clear with her. And I was like, you know, no hard feelings, nothing personal, but that's just the way this has to go down because I have to make sure that this goes all right because this is my name writing on it. She kept texting with me. There's a point that I tried to call her. There were actually two different times where I tried to call her because in all of this, even though she was majorly fucking up, I really was hoping that she would just turn it around mentally, which is a lot to ask of anybody. But I was hoping that at some point, if she really wanted this as badly as she was saying, she would just come out and be like, look, this is what I was trying to do. I'm sorry if I came off the wrong way or whatever, but I was mad about this. And this was what I really was trying to do. These are the plans I had in place. This is when the flyer was supposed to be out because there was no flyer. And I say this only half jokingly, but it's true that like the, her version of a flyer was uh, Instagram story with like, you know, words across her tits that said like out of retirement. October 21st, you know, like that kind of thing, Ocha Bar. And it was just like, that's not a flyer. Like, we got to have at least a somewhat professional flyer. It can't just be that Instagram story, you know? Uh, <laughs> and I say this because it's ridiculous to me how unprofessional this idea was, you know? And so I'm asking her about stuff like that. And so it's just like, you know, I'm not going to do this with this person. So I just tell her, don't worry about it. And she hadn't done a lot of promoting the general public, you know, like the mic's still going to be going on. So it's not like you have to cancel the comics and the comics weren't booked for it's a mic. So, you know, like, but she's acting like, you know, oh, I have this, you know, this adoring audience that's going to come out and see me. And it's like, really? They ain't showing up nowhere else. I mean, she has friends every once in a while, but it's not like she has some raging fan base that, you know, we're going to be leeching off of to do this show. You know, it's not that kind of situation, but she's trying to make it seem like my people and whatever else. And it's like, girl, you know, don't forget we know each other. That's the way I felt about it. But it is what it is. And again, you know, um, I just am very clear about the fact that I just don't need you. You know, like that's it's not going to work because she's still trying to argue me, argue with me through all this and do that same kind of stuff. Like just be like like she's entitled to this room. You know what I mean? Not like the, like I said, clear it up. This is what I am going to do. Now, at no point does that even enter into her mind. Her whole thing is arguing and trying to gaslight me into thinking that she's not arguing and that she thought it was different. Uh, true gaslighting. Again, a lot of these people try to gaslight. You know, I remember the stuff that's important. So it's, you're not going to gaslight me into thinking that a reality is not what it is. And so, uh, you know, I'm just like, all right, well, uh, you know, I've already told you you're not on. So that's the end of it. Let's not do this. 
So a couple hours later, she posts on Instagram a picture of her, and it's like, you know, um, I'll be hosting Ocha, and she tags herself on, at Ocha. I'll be hosting Ocha on Thursday, October 21st, which is tomorrow today. Uh, you know, she does this, and it's like, why would she do that? Like, I told her a couple hours ago that this that she's not hosting anymore. So why is she still? And so I posted on her actual what's it called her Facebook and her comments which I didn't want to do because it seems messy but I really needed her to know this is not you're not hosting it's not your show but instead uh she deletes my comment and then she responds to me in text um like you know I am hosting my show and whatever like again delusional and it's like you're really being crazy right now and I'm having to deal with this not only did I have to deal with this all day now with you now it's turning into all night and I'm having to deal with the owner and the owner's like I don't know what's going on I don't want this kind of drama and I'm like yeah it shouldn't be this kind of drama like I'm sorry you know and it didn't cause a problem between me and him because he was on my side you know and he knew I'm trying to handle it in the most professional way possible while dealing with somebody that's obviously being difficult he has no negative thing to say about her or whatever he was just kind of like this all just seems like it's turning into a lot and I was in my head like I know and at points audibly telling him yeah it's not what I was thinking was going to happen either and I'm very sorry about this and whatever else and so then that was yesterday that all that was happening, you know, well, uh, Monday, no, Tuesday, that all of this is happening like that. Because Monday I started calling her like or texting her, like I said, and then all of uh, Tuesday was all that drama and stuff like that of her and uh, me telling her she wasn't on and whatever else. So I'm thinking it's completely done. And then. Today, somehow the interaction started again, and it wasn't me for sure. Like, you know, I don't remember if she hit up the owner right away or if she hit me up or how that went down exactly, how it started today. Um, I think it was the owner sending me a text saying that Delilah said she had a film crew coming and that she's shooting a reality show and she has crazy headliners already booked and that, you know, like trying to make it seem like that to the owner and the owner hits me up with that. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what it is. And the owner's like, well, you call her because I told her to call you, you know, because he went ahead and finally addressed her himself and called him herself. And it was like, Ty said that you're not you know, on the show and like, you know, my agreement with is with Ty and he tells her, you know, like point blank and he told me what he was going to tell her because like for him, this is just business for me. For me, this is just business. You know, she just needs to be clear and really it shouldn't be this hard to fire somebody from hosting or ask somebody not to host because really it wasn't a firing because you were never hired. You didn't have the job. You just we had talked about it, you know, <sighs> So uh, I'm like, she doesn't have a reality TV crew following her and she's not like reality shows don't work that way. And I call her and I'm just like, you're not on the show. And then she was like, what we're going to do is we're going to do this show together. And I was like, no, we're not. I've already told you several times you're not on the show, Delilah. That's what it is. You're not hosting anymore. Like, get over it. And so her and AJ start interacting because they're friends, you know, or were friends. I don't know what the status is and I don't care if they are friends, but, you know, they definitely were friends. And but she's like, you know, kind of getting mad at him because she says that I'm trying to steal her show from her and she's trying to paint it that way. And like, you know, I don't know the extent of everything that they said or exactly the way it went down. 
But whatever happened, AJ's like trying to like talk her down, like, you know, just let her know, like, you know, you do have to behave like a professional. Like, that's what the problem was. And, you know, because he had been trying to guide her before it had even gotten this far, you know, because they're on a group text together. They're all friends, you know. And so, um, you know, he had been trying to guide her to like understand that, you know, it's just it's not what you're making it into and don't make this any bigger. Just take the high road, you know, and just whatever it is, what it is. And so, um, you know, she's not willing to accept that from him either. She's getting upset with him. And then she starts, uh, you know, I think it started setting in for her. So then she tells me, oh, the, la the night before, she also told me that I was going to have to pay $200 for canceling the DJ. And I was like, I didn't hire a DJ. Why would I have to pay a DJ that I never hired? And she was like, literally, she told me the Endeavor hired it. And I was like, the Endeavor? Like, if we're the Endeavor and I'm committed, then why would you not discuss that with me? Like, why would you not tell me we're committing to $200 for a DJ because I would have right away told you, again, proving my point, why it is we needed to be in contact and why I needed to know the deal. Turns out there was no DJ because I hit up her friend that's a DJ and was like, hey, I just want to make sure you don't waste your time and you know that, you know, if you were hired, then, you know, it's not going to happen like that because, you know, Delilah shouldn't have done that. And her friend was like, actually, I don't even DJ yet. I just want to learn how to DJ. She was like, but I hadn't had a plan of being there or anything like that. So, so that turned out to be a lie or, you know, maybe she has some other DJ that she's going to say what she was talking about. But it's all seeming very psychotic, you know, like the all of it, psychotic, frenetic, doesn't need to be happening. But I'm still having to deal with it because she has decided that she's going to be up my ass in some way. And so, like, she's sending me messages trying to emasculate me, like, you know, well, you handle it, you the daddy now, literally, and that's the same grammar that she was using, and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, when I uh, told her, like, you know, you don't have a reality TV show coming to film you, like, you know, stop lying to the owner, because I did tell her that, you know, in a text message. Um, it's not verbatim, obviously, but, you know, like, that was the gist of what I said, was like, you know, that's not the way show business works. You don't just not have a reality show one day and then the next day there's a full camera crew following you for a reality show and then she's like not with you and it's like okay you're right you're a celebrity that they just are chomping at the bit to make a docu-series about or a reality show or whatever it is that you know your project that you have in the works right now and I'm trying to be as patient with it all as I can you know what I mean because it's uh truly psychotic and so, uh, you know, I, I just am like, you know, this shouldn't be that difficult, you know. So then she starts telling people that it's canceled. And then she tells me that she has to show up there. She does have to be at Ocha so that if her people show up, she can tell them that it's canceled and it's no longer going. Well, it's not canceled and it's not that it's no longer going. And I guess if you want to tell your friends, if they're really your friends like that, shouldn't you just be able to call them and be like, hey, I'm not going to be on after all or put a notice on your social media and be like, you know, I'm not on the show anymore. And why do you want to ruin it for other people? You know what I mean? And you're going to stand there at the door and what like tell people that you're not on the show anymore okay I mean like I guess if that's what you want to do security is going to take you away because they don't want you on Ocha property because you're displaying crazy behavior that's just what it is 
You know, it's uh, like when the owner is telling you that you're not the host and you're still saying you're the host, you're making yourself look crazy. It's the actual owner. Technically, if he were to tell me that I wasn't supposed to be there, then I wouldn't be able to be there. Like he's the owner. He's the real boss. So whatever you think you are or whatever you think I am, he's the real boss. He's the owner of the business. But she doesn't get that. You know, she's still trying to make this her thing in some way. And trying to do the exact opposite of what he wanted to do, which is promote something, make some money. Turns out, you know, when I told him even about the idea that she was thinking about charging people, he was like, yeah, I wouldn't ever allow that anyway. I don't want people to have to pay. That's not the reason that I'm doing this. I want the comedians to be able to come and shine. Literally, the, these are the words he's using. So he's got the right intentions, too, like helping us grow the scene and whatever else, giving, an op giving us an opportunity to make a couple dollars, which, you know, like... Um, um, you know, isn't going to be a lot, but it'll cover like, you know, advertising and whatever like that, I'm sure. And so, you know, like, and that's the way I'm looking at it. Cause like I said, I want this to be a thing for the scene. Yeah. Originally it was supposed to be to help Delilah out. But like I said, even that was a part of like helping the scene, like making sure that we have a Thursday open mic. And here you are now trying to ruin the Thursday open mic from a person that's coming in the right place. AJ's coming from the right place. This bar owner is coming from the right place. So we're all coming from the right place, but because you feel like you didn't get to be the person that you wanted to be, you know, be bitchy and professional because it doesn't work that way. I don't care how much Dynasty or Knots Landing, and I'm really dating myself by naming those two shows, but I don't care how much of this reality show TV shit you're watching. This is not the way being a boss bitch works. You know, you're supposed to be ice cold and be all business, not 100% emotion and expecting everybody to just respond to that. That doesn't even inspire confidence in anybody. But this is the approach you take. So, um, you know, so that's where she's at now. Like she's decided that she's going to try to throw a wrench in it. She showed up chunk last night. And apparently she told a couple people that it was canceled. She did an Instagram live where she said that it was canceled. Hey, everybody. It's Delilah with some shitty news. My show October 21st got canceled. Sad ass headline comedian. Stole my show just to get it canceled. I guess the bookings dried up. So now you're taking opportunities from open micers. It happens. <sighs> On to the next one. <laughs> Thanks for supporting me, guys. So sorry. And I will be there to personally apologize just in case people show up. Then it's like you keep saying it's canceled, but it's not canceled. You're just not on it. You're just canceled from being on it and not canceled from everything yet. But if you keep pushing it, you're going to get yourself fucked up. It's just what's going to happen. So then I go do mics tonight. I did Wise Guys Mike and it was great. And I saw friends do really well. And I like what that's turning into. And this is a tip for the comics. If you have a chance to be at Wise Guys and do their open mic or do the bucket open mic, do invest your time in that club if you're being serious about what you want to do 
because they are making an effort to reach out to the locals and they are trying to be welcoming and they do want to do an actual show and they've got several other locations or they want to, you know, have their club be a success. And like, I think that's a great place to get opportunities. I think that's going to be the place. And I don't say that from any kind of bias, you know, like I have worked for them in Jordan's Landing, but like, you know, I just like the way things are running there. You know, I like the way the mic runs tonight. Parker Tighe was the host of it and you know he's a local guy newer guy but like working hard to get better and like he's already funny like just naturally he's funny and he's just gonna make himself better and he's taking every opportunity he can so he got offered to host it last night penny or you know uh the night before penny prince had uh hosted it penny prince is a talented local i mentioned him as like one of the ones to watch you know and so um like you know they're the runners up to the ones to watch because at that point i hadn't seen a stand-up now i've seen what penny does penny is a professional he's doing his shit so you know he like did the uh hosted the open mic on tuesday and so they're clearly clearly trying to go you know reach out to locals and you know i want them to know me at this like vegas location because i'm gonna be around and when i can do the mic there i'm gonna do the mic you know for me it's always important to stay sharp at doing those shorter sets like three minutes bam 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 it's a good exercise you know so when i can be in town and be around i'm definitely gonna do it so i did it tonight then i did cerveza another open mic and then i go to chancla's and, you know, because Chancla's was the last stop. I didn't get there till 11 or whatever. And then Delilah was there. And everybody knows I hang out, with Chon- hang out at Chancla's. And Delilah is cool. She goes there sometimes, you know, but they don't really know her like that. Like, they really are my friends at Chancla's. It's my friend. Like, you know... Uh, <laughs> It's what it is. We're we're regular crew at Chancla's. You know, you can't just come in and I mean, you can come in and be cool or whatever, but don't try to go there to start trouble or be weird, you know, which is what she was trying to do, you know, because I walk out on the back and then like, I'm cool to not say anything. You're allowed to be there if you want to. I wasn't trying to trip on that, you know, and I didn't even care. There was a part of me that paused because I was like, it's, it's going to turn into drama. And then I was like, I'm not not walking on this fucking patio because really Chancla's of all places, worst place start anything because if you really start with me out of nowhere and you're just trying to make me uncomfortable whatever you will get ejected from chanclas and not for any other reason because everybody knows that the way i am is i'm not gonna fuck with you if you just leave me alone so and i would only use it as a last 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 resort for somebody really acting stupid you know if they just wouldn't leave me alone um, but she tried to like create that kind of moment because, you know, knowing that I'm not talking to her and knowing what's been going on and the fucking headache she's been, you know, to me and everybody involved with this situation. She's like, hi, Ty, after I'm sitting there for a while and I just politely ignore her. And then she, um, you know, like a little while later said something under breath that everybody heard, you know, like, so it wasn't really under her breath. Like, you know, uh, let me go inside where I'm not around these punk motherfuckers, whatever, whatever. And it's just like, yeah, thanks for reminding me why I don't want to be around you and what what it is. It made me wonder if you were the kind of person that I wanted to be around in the first place. And if I like wasted my time and my efforts trying to help you get better and hoping that you would rise to the occasion you know, even putting up with the conversations longer than I should have because I was hoping that you'd turn it around and prove that you actually wanted what you said you wanted and you fully let me and yourself down. So, you know, thank you for reminding me exactly why it is I'm right to be doing everything the way that I'm doing it. 
And uh, so that's the way that that played out. You know, I know that she's said different things about it being like, you know, to do with the trick situation. But understand, like I said, and I would tell you guys, because like I said, I admit that maybe that part I should have handled different, but it was the buildup. But no excuses. I should have just handled that differently. But I didn't because I'm human. And so whatever, you know what I mean? But the personal side is completely different from the business side. So had she been able to keep that together, that would be the way that it goes. But now she's digging herself even deeper because, like I said, she's telling people and she's telling people that know me that which is the dumbest thing in the world to do because they just asked me afterwards. Like I just posted today on Facebook that it was still going on and Delilah was being unhinged. So if Delilah shows up after I say she say she's being unhinged and that's not something I would just pin on somebody or say about somebody, you know, even if I'm mad, I'm not going to be like, oh, they're clearly going through an episode. I mean, like. No, I mean, that's but when you're doing the stuff that I'm describing, what other way can I describe you? You know, when you're still trying to make it seem like it's your show when it's not your show and then you get kicked off and then you're trying to say that it's canceled when it's not canceled. And so, you know, I put that on Facebook publicly for people to see. And then uh, so, of course, you know, when you're telling my friends that it is canceled, of course, my friends and they're not trying to snitch or tell me what they're telling you. But like a lot of them are going to go to the mic. So they're like, so is it canceled or is it going? Because I just heard it got canceled. And I was like, no, it hasn't been canceled. So it's like you're just making it worse because you are trying to fuck it up for other people just because you weren't able to be as professional as you needed to be. And if you want to hear me be fun about it, like I said, listen to the bonus episode because the bonus episode will probably include more stuff than I included here. And it's more entertaining and more fun. Even though this took a while, I felt like that's how long it would take for me to, you know, because I just talk naturally. So hopefully it all feels like it like gives you the whole thing. You know, there's parts where I get like, no, this happened because it was a lot of dealing with somebody like a lot more than I ever want to do on anything that I work on unless the way that I would deal with somebody that much on something and not be mad at them is if somebody was trying to fuck us over. You know, if we legitimately had to take several hours out of a day because like, uh, you know, a club was trying to fuck us over or there was some kind of licensing thing happening or like if it's because, you know, different events require different things. So if it had been anything like that and we just had to go, that's just business. Sometimes you do have to like with like uh, the Laughed Out Comedy Festival, there were times where we had to go back and forth because, you know, like somebody wasn't delivering something on time or we needed some kind of printing done or and it turned into like, OK, well, I got to run and get this and it like took your day. But you're like, that's the cost of doing business literally you know so if it was something like that I wouldn't mind but when I'm dealing with your attitude and you trying to be difficult and wasting days on that or a day and a half on that that should never happen and then you try to make it seem like it's not <sighs> yeah so the other one I'm more fun but this one I just try to be factual and tell you guys what it is there definitely is going to be a show and so don't you worry your pretty little heads about that. There will be a show slash mic. It's going to be fun. AJ Rivera is going to be hosting it. Uh, I'm going to be handling the stuff that I'm supposed to handle. And then I'm going to be doing a headline set, which I probably will actually go up last, you know, and give them an actual headline set. Or I'll go up really wherever we decide it's best for me to go up. And I really do, at the end of it all, honestly, 100%, no bullshit, I really hope Delilah gives herself some time away from me. Like, don't, don't bug me. 
Don't don't bug me. Don't bug me. Well, you can do whatever you want, but, you know, it's not going to get you the result you want. It's not. You're not going to force yourself because, you know, she's supposed to be a dominatrix. And that's another problem I had was, like I said, there was a point where she was trying to emasculate me in the way she talks. And I'm like, I don't even think of women that way. I date men. So I don't care if a woman thinks I'm man enough or whatever the fuck. Like none of that psychological shit is going to work with me where it's like, aren't you supposed to be the man? I thought you were the big man. Bitch, shut up. Like, I'm not even thinking about you like that. Like, let's. The same way I'm treating you with respect and talking to you as a professional, that's the way you should be talking to me right now. I'm not your husband. I'm not your boyfriend. I'm not any of the shit you're trying to do right now. Like, save that shit for your toxic relationship at home. I'm not that bitch. I'm not. You know, I'm closer to what you are than I am to what you're trying to put down. So when you tell me, aren't you a man, that's a loose term. (laughs) You know, am I worried about being your idea of what a man is? No, not even a little bit. It's never crossed my mind that I would worry about trying to be the right kind of man for a bitch I would never fuck anyway. It's so fucking annoying. So, uh, you know, like it's... That's where it's where it's at. And like I said, watch the bonus because it's more fun because I tried to do it as a blind item, you know, and I like tried to combine Delilah into different characters. You know what I mean? Where I was like, you know, then I have another friend and there's even a point where I'm like, apparently I have a lot of friends, but it's all Delilah. Like you'll notice it's all Delilah. And I tell it better there, like as far as the fun parts, because I tried to make this factual so people would just know. Um, But like I tell the fun parts on that one because I recorded it when I was hoping that she'd at least get it together enough that, you know, like I didn't want to have to put her name out there. But now I've had to put her name out because I want everybody to know exactly what it is that happened. Don't believe any of the manipulations. You know, if you have any questions, definitely do ask me if you notice like something in the, you know, the, uh, the timeline doesn't, click for you i can explain it easily i can show you text messages i don't care i don't care if she shows mine in some way or whatever like i stand by everything the way that you know i said it and you know if there's anything that's wrong in any way it's only because the memory isn't the best but neither is hers you know it's but like there's no i'm not trying to give you any kind of bullshit any kind of filler any kind of fucking cover story this is just what it is and why it is that Delilah will not be hosting the Ocho open mic. And, you know, once they see the way everything goes down, they'll see, you know, that I was not trying to be a headache, but I will be worth that little bit of headache you had to deal with on that first one. Because, you know, I know AJ plans to do something. And, you know, if we can work that situation out where it's kind of just AJ that does it. Like I said, I don't want it. Like she was saying, you know, my career's dried up. Uh, the spots have dried up and I'm trying to steal from her. And it's like, one, I didn't want it. So I wouldn't try to steal it from you, steal from you. And two, I just was in Tucson. Then I was in Austin. Then I'm going to be at Laugh Factory. I get this week off, you know, this week that we're in right now. Then I'm in uh, at Laugh Factory next week. Um... And then the week after that, I'm at Laugh Factory, Reno. Like, we're getting to the point where I'm working more than I want to again. I told you guys I don't want to be on the road. And then I'll get some time off, hopefully. But then I have to do Alabama, Alabama, and Pensacola, Florida. So, you know, I mean, like, I have plenty of stuff going. I wasn't just trying to come up with a side project. I thought you were going to handle that, you know. I thought you were going to show me that you were going to do what you're supposed to do. And then that was going to be your shit. So do you see what I'm saying when I say that there's a part of what she said was true, but then there's her being manipulative 
and making it seem like something it wasn't. So I hope that explains it for you guys. Like I said, any questions you have, please feel free to ask. I don't mind. I'm not going to get offended. You're not going to get that. Well, why the fuck would you ask that kind of bullshit? No. Let me know if you have any fucking questions. Instead of just assuming shit or believing people when they're talking stupid. How many times do I have to prove that I'm being honest for you guys to finally believe me? I know I'm yelling at some of you that don't deserve it. Some of you have really had my back and I got a lot of nerve raising my voice to you. I don't mean you. I mean those fucking, you know who I'm talking about. The one that puts the one fucking thumbs down on every fucking video I do that doesn't even have to do with comedy. Every video he does the one, mm, mm, mm. but... The algorithm doesn't care if it's bad or good. It just knows it's getting responses. So you keep doing what you're doing, boo-boo. This has been Ty Rivera, the absolute best LGBTQ comedian in the world. Stand bothered. <laughs>